0: Hey, you're listening to the Zen Sandwich Podcast. This is part two of my interview with Marty Ray of the Marty Ray Project.
1: Because the story that I have goes well beyond that yeah. jewelry. I finished telling the story. Just if it stopped just right there at him pointing at me, that's amazing. Like I said, I knew the guy that was over entertainment. So he he got me the blessing to be able to go backstage and, and get a picture with BB. No. So I thought going to be a picture and i was going to try to get get it try to get him to sign my martin guitar and which is he's contractually obligated was to only sign gibson guitars
0: i got you
1: there was about 50 people uh backstage and he was in the green room but before that we're walk. we're being led back in this narrow it was a narrow little little hallway area on the side of the stage by a flashlight at our feet couldn't really see much because it was so dark Cause the stage lights had already went off. Everybody had left and we're being led back. And there's this row of security guards standing there. And as we're walking by this massive hand comes out in between these security guards and grabs my hand and starts pulling me towards the security guards. And I'm, I'm doing like this. I'm going, and I've there. The person is pulling me into the security guards and they're going, you got to move on. What are you doing? I'm like, somebody's got a hold of my hand. <laughs> they look down and go, Oh, Oh, and it's BB King. He grabbed my hand and he pulled me to him. He's in a wheelchair. He pulls me up to him. He goes, I want you to know that I had such a good time having you here tonight. And I go, (laughs) 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 well, uh, you're amazing. You know, I, I love you to death. I love you, BB. And he goes, I love you too. And I have my, which my record's right there on the wall with the, with the picture that we took and the, and, and, uh, here in my office and, and a big picture of. BB holding I wish I could turn this computer screen to show you, but anyway, I had that album, and because BB was already mad at his security or at the security, I don't know if it was his or the the casinos, but he was mad at them. He he holds, he he's got the uh the uh, record there. He goes, my my my, what it wasn't he handsome, and I said you still are, Mr. King, and then he says he gets one of the security guards. They say, hold that flashlight. And he's, you know, he's not very nice to the security because they were mean to his fans, you know. Right. So they're holding the flashlight and he goes, and he pulls out a a Sharpie and he signs that album, which is over there. And he says, I'll see you back there. And I said, okay. So then i wait in this long line. I made sure I was at the very end. And I waited in this long line of, of 50 people. And I, I was watching as people were going in and they were leaving and they were being told that they couldn't get their guitar signed because it wasn't gibson so yeah. i was like oh man i ain't gonna get my my guitar signed man and uh, at this time i couldn't even play the guitar mm-hmm. I bought. I, I had spent a lot of money on a martin guitar spent about two thousand dollars because i had i had bought many 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 guitars that were cheap that yeah. i never learned to play so i figured if i made an investment I would actually force my; it would force me to play. So I said, if I make the investment financially in the guitar, because I couldn't afford a two thousand dollar guitar, right? I did it. I put it on payments, right, at Guitar Center, and uh, I said, now if I get BB King to sign it, then I really got to figure out how to play. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm I'm watching as all these people are leaving, and then I'm looking as as I'm getting closer to the room, you can see the door open. You see BB sitting there. He's getting. You can see just energy just draining as he's sitting there. And he's like, he smiles and he's like, hey, and you know, he does that. And then he's just like, he just, his energy's just leaving. And yeah. I'm thinking, man, maybe I should have been the first one. But as soon as I walk in, he looks at me and he goes, hey, my friend. <laughs> like that. And again, I have no clue even to this day why. Because I never spoke to BB, never saw BB again after that day but i don't have a clue why he felt so kindred to me it can only be that god did that to boost me and uh, because i was at the at that time i was thinking this album was a waste of money and uh my you know they were right my everybody was right that should have been more realistic and here here's this guy this legend and then i walk in he says hey i hand him my guitar he looks at it sees it's a martin he said i'm gonna sign it anyway he signed my he signed bb king and then we take a picture at the end of the picture. I pull out my album and I hand it to him. And he says, he says, who's got that Sharpie? And I go, oh, Mr. King. I said, that's for you. He says, I know who this is for. And I, I said, okay. And he, he said, who's got that Sharpie? Said, they brought the Sharpie back to him. And he said, I want you to sign this to Mr. BB King. Wow. I signed My first album ever to BB King. And I handed it to him and we took another picture and I was holding it, and it's on that picture right there. I was holding one side; he was holding the other side of my album, and he was smiling. And we took the picture, and he put it right here in his pocket that album. And I like to think that he rode with that on his bus to the day he died. I think I don't know if that's the case, but I've tried to get in contact with his people to to try to get that back because uh-huh. that was just amazing to have back. But anyway, that was that's the story. It's long, but I think it's worth it. I think it has a yeah. good payoff.
0: Yeah, me too, man. That's golden, dude. That's uh, that's inspirational stuff for me, for anybody listening. That's that's good, man.
1: I just – I never get tired of telling that story.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't. Are you kidding me? If I had that story, I, I'd be, I would tell everybody I met, hey, let me have like a couple minutes of your time, man. Let me tell you about this BB King. Let
1: me have 45 minutes of your time. Please. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll get you. 45 minutes is all I need. You're going to love it. I promise it's worth it. Just,
0: <laughs> it it is worth it, man. Uh, you, you ever get um? You ever get nervous before you go on stage or anything?
1: I used to get nervous every time, every time I was uh, gonna play. But now it the nerves only happen when they happen before the show. Hmm. What what tends to happen with if you're a singer is before a show you have to go into vocal vocal jail, vocal prison. So you can't really talk much, or you're gonna you're gonna burn out your voice before the show, and then you're not gonna sing as good as you want to. Mm. And with me, it seems like every time before a show, I might I'll get some congestion in my nose, or I'll get you know a little scratchy throat, and then I'm like, "Oh crap, man!" You know, mm. so there's nervousness there of like, "Is this gonna be gone before the show?" Yeah. Then when the show gets there, it's always. Cause I, you know, like I said, I pray a lot. So mm-hmm. I always say, Lord, make sure I'm able to sing. And every time, every time I kid you not, I, the day it can be the day of, and I'm, I wake up with congestion here and it's gone before that show it's showtime it's gone and I'm ready to go. That's so nice. on the stage, no, once I, once I start singing, I'm kind of, I feel kind of comfortable. I really, I really feel comfortable there. But it's beforehand that I don't like. I don't like the buildup.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I even just a little old podcast, man, I get nervous before I, before I get going, but once we get talking, you know, then it's just I'm just talking to somebody, That's but right. Yeah, yeah. all it is. Yeah.
1: I think we're all like
0: yeah, you just got to break the ice. Um, all right, so you uh, like we did earlier, you got your fast five at the beginning of your podcast. I do a segment at the end of mine, uh, called five, five minutes Zen," and where I give people something to think about to add a little, a little Zen to their life. It's not religious, doesn't interfere with any beliefs or faith or anything like that. It's more of a mindset of how to, how to look at life and deal with it. So for this episode, since I'm talking to you and and correct me if I'm wrong in this assumption, but you seem like somebody who enjoys life (laughs) and, uh, yeah, early. And like, it's somebody who finds humor in ordinary stuff. And I, I love that. And uh, so what's the secret sauce, man? What's the, this is the five minutes Zen for the uh, the folks listening. Do you naturally just spring out of bed and you're happy or do how do you mentally prepare for your day?
1: Shoot. I wish it was that first one just naturally <laughs> spring out of bed and you're happy. There's days, I think like everybody, I think everybody wakes up with days that are, you feel like, man, ain't nothing happening like it should be. Mm. And the days you wake up and you got a full head of steam and you're like, man, I'm about to conquer this day. (laughs) I, I, me personally, I start every day with prayer and I start every day with, uh, with a devotional. But on top of that, it, after you, after that happens, you have to have a mindset to where you go, I'm going to breathe for other people today because Mm. once, once you start breathing for other people, then your day, the little things that happen to you throughout the day, they don't necessarily mean anything because you ain't living for yourself. Anyway, there's a problem in the, in the world. When somebody starts to say, and this is, this is something that's pushed very, very heavily live for yourself and, and, and love yourself and all these things. You shouldn't hate yourself. I'm not saying you should hate yourself, but you should, you should definitely live for others, not, not to please them, but that you're that you can be alive for other people around you. And that's what that's what actually I try to teach my children to do because it's it's a way, it's the way of not being selfish. It's called, you know, maybe some have heard of this selflessness, right? right. <laughs> like, you know, too many people today, they go outside and they're focused on what can they get for themselves, never what can I do for somebody. Mm -hmm. How can I help somebody? How can I do this? It's, it's, it's getting all too common for people to look at life as a, as a, as a, as a grab, what all can I grab from it? Instead of what all can I give to it? Mm -hmm. So like my, my, my mentality, but my mentality is to go and to breathe for other people. So like, for instance, like you, I don't, I'm not here for me. I'm here for you, right? I'm on this podcast for you. Not really for me. I know it's about me, but I don't have to do it. Right? right. I don't have to be here. I could, I could sit a center downstairs and and watch TV. But I'm yeah, here. You, here.
0: You, you know? might not right. You might not notice a a bump in your subscribership by, you know, my my forty listeners come over <laughs> and join your five hundred thousand.
1: <laughs> hey, and that and that don't matter. You know, if even if like I was on a podcast the other day that just started. Yeah. So I know what it's like. I was, I've been there back in when it started. I know what it's like trying to get a guest that, that, you know, you just want to get a guest that has some, some note. Yeah. And it's so hard to do unless you can say, well, look at my numbers. Look at, look at how big I am. And it's so hard to do. So I I always told myself that I would do it. And I always have, if anybody asked me to be on their show, I'm on it. And that's, always been but here recently the way i came across you was i said you know what i'm gonna go a step further and i'm gonna actually put my name in these groups and say i will be on your show yeah, yeah just just i'm gonna open the door for them because people wouldn't I, really say i'm not gonna reach out to him you know or mm-hmm. whatever not that i'm some big celebrity i'm not really that huge but but that's to- no,
0: that's, that's actually what happened i jumped all over it when i, I was like this can't be real this can't be real. This guy's got half a million followers. So I, I was like, I jumped in before that admin cut you off. Cause remember he cut off the,
1: I'm out of, they got, they kicked me out of that group. By the way, <laughs> they, <laughs> you know, that was uh, so comical to me that because that post was doing well, right? You, you were a lot of people were commenting. I was like, Oh, this is what I wanted. I wanted people to see that. Hey, I'll, I'll come contribute. To your podcast, because I know that I'm not foolish to think that in that group, that some like Joe Rogan's not going to comment. I'm not so I'm not an idiot to think that oh now I'm this is a way I'm going to get on some massive podcast. I'm just here literally trying to trying to be a a help to someone, and (laughs) that podcast admin, people because I was leaving my email because I said
0: crazy man that's crazy you
1: you said. um, everybody was saying, Hey, I, I'm interested. And I said, email me. And then the comments were gone. So then I couldn't even respond to the remaining comments. Anyway, I got kicked out because <laughs> I left a long message because they did it again on the second. I don't know if you saw the second post. I did. Second picture where I said, why are, why did the I admin? The- <laughs> I was literally confused. I wanted an answer. I couldn't reach the admin. So I was right. like, what does anyone know why they wouldn't? Cause I was just trying to follow the rules, if I did something wrong, but then right. the admin said on that said, stop calling out the admins. Right. Seriously. <laughs> and then I still didn't get to talk to them because yeah, then yeah. they turned the comments off for of that post.
0: I saw, I so saw I it was ridiculous. Back.
1: I'm about to be deleted, but uh, nonetheless, because I, I don't need that group.
0: Yeah. I don't need, I mean, I don't either, honestly, and I'm small potatoes, man. I, I don't, I don't even need it. I'm just- glad
1: not cool for them to be that way there was a lot of people that messaged me from that group and they said thank you for standing up yeah nobody ever will
0: well look this this might this might be another moment of divine intervention because i found you through that group so right maybe that's part of the plan
1: maybe this story
0: this is my this is my bb king story
1: I don't. Know. I don't to go that.
0: Far. <laughs> I'm but gonna there. tell people, hey, you know the Marty Ray project? Yeah, I had him on my podcast before he got all those Grammys.
1: Oh, now I like the sound of that now. <laughs> oh, but you, yeah, I'm saying like even if even if this is as big as I ever get, but you will then go on and have bigger and bigger guests, that are way bigger than me. But then you'll remember that one time where it all started with with a guest that was of some note, and that was me. So this That's very right. well.
0: Well, I I pre- yeah, man. I appreciate your time and and I want to uh briefly just go back. Re- tell remind me that phrase that you use when uh, the 5 minutes in thing. You said breathe for other people?
1: Breathe for others.
0: I love yeah. it. I, I love yeah. that cuz that that's definitely something we talk about on on this show and uh you know, I got a, a one segment where I or uh one episode where I talked about patience and how to deal with impatience. And uh, one way I do it, man, I just like let's say I'm waiting in line at the at the bank or, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm waiting on, I don't know, whatever uh, my wife to finish something so we can watch a movie, what, whatever. Whenever I'm having a moment of impatience, I realize that impatience is is even kind of a selfish thing that, you know. Are, and so and what I do is I, I, I think, you know what, I'm being impatient let me think about what I could do for somebody right now, whether it's buy my wife, a a card, a surprise greeting card, or, you know, just something small that's going to make her day, you know, I, I, and when I change my mindset to think about others and what I, how I could help them, you know, then that it's the time flies by, you know, I'm not, I'm not impatient anymore. It's amazing.
1: That's that's a good (laughs) tip. That's a life life hack right there. There you go that's how you beat in pay in patience.
0: Well, uh, awesome, man. Uh, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. People go to martyrayproject project.com. Uh, subscribe there. You, you, they'll give you a discount on uh, merchandise. Listen to the podcast, go to YouTube and Facebook, check out the videos. Uh, both of them got half a million, uh, more than half a million followers. I'm telling you, you're going to be a fan of the Marty Ray project and Marty Ray project chats. Uh, go check them out. Uh, what else you got going on, Marty Ray? Uh, tell us, uh, where else they, we can find you. What did I miss? Uh, what's your next project?
1: Well, the next thing coming up is the album. We've released two singles from the new album. It's uh tentatively called three because it's the third full album that I have. And, um, so we have that coming out this year, hopefully soon. It should have been out last year, but with music, it's, it's a fickle little creature. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Whether you're with a label or not, and I'm not with a label, nor will I ever be with a label, but, uh, yeah, that's coming out soon. We have a couple of singles, the storm and picture that have been released from it. And those, those are, if, if people don't know my, my albums are always, all over the map they're not really a a one genre specific so it's kind of like my youtube channel it's not one genre specific there might be a rap song on there there might be a hip-hop pop country uh, blues rock it's all there reggae so i guarantee you that i got something that somebody's gonna like sure you
0: nailed you nailed the reggae stuff dude you that it's
1: i love love reggae out of sight man you, yeah, man. Man,
0: you nail it all that, um, you know, my, my brother, you know, he's sitting in Alabama right now. And I, I was telling him about this interview and I'm like, man, you got to check this guy out. Uh, and so I, um, I sent him the link to simple man. When you covered some Skinner. you know, and my brother's all about it. He He's like, man, this guy's awesome. I'm like, I told you.
1: Leonard, <laughs> quick story, Leonard Skinner, their actual official website and Facebook page shared that video years ago when I posted that. And they said, this is the greatest stripped down version that we've ever heard. And I was like, wow. That's awesome. Pretty crazy to hear from, from Leonard Skinner's official people. So yeah, I was honored.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be honored when you promo this show on your YouTube channel or your uh, Facebook page.
1: I will. I will (laughs) definitely, like I tell everybody, you send me the link and I will definitely make a story post with a, with a link for people to click on.
0: Awesome, man. I, uh, well, brother, you're, you're a kid at heart. That's inspiring to me. It's inspiring to the people who uh, listen. Your music's amazing. Uh, All right, folks, if you like the show, uh, give me your thoughts at zensamwich at gmail.com. Wherever you're listening, subscribe, leave a review if you got time, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. I thank you in advance for that. And uh, yeah, join me next time. I'm going to talk about Monkey Mind. Now, what's that? It is the unsettled, restless, confused, indecisive, uncontrollable mind that keeps you up at night or keeps you from focusing. Like when you reread the same page in a book four times and you still can't remember what you just read. That's monkey mind. We're going to talk about that next time. Uh, thanks again, Marty Ray. You're the best.
1: I'm sorry. I was, I wasn't listening. I had monkey mind. (laughs) (laughs) What was
0: you saying? Well, so you're going to have to listen to the next episode to find out how to to beat that.
1: I really do have that problem (laughs) uh, a lot, all the time.
0: Everybody does. All right. Thanks brother. Come on anytime.
1: All right, bro. God bless you.
0: You too.